And I know that he has given so much to me. I am alive in him and I have the riches of his grace. My identity is in Christ and in him I possess much. Living in Christ also assures me of many things. Romans 15 7 tells me I have the blessed assurance of his acceptance. It says, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. We've spent the last 25 weeks memorizing truth about who we are in Christ. We learned so much about our identity in Christ. Not all there is to learn, but so much. We also explored many things that we possess in Christ. Not all that we have, but we did look at much. One of the things we have in Christ is the assurance that he brings to us. This assurance touches us in many ways. So, for these next 13 weeks, we're going to be memorizing truth about these assurances. In a world that constantly changes, these assurances are a real and solid, lasting treasure. Our starting place, as we begin, is especially meaningful to me, and that is being assured of God's acceptance. Tucked within our verse this week is a nugget of truth about God's acceptance of us. It is certainly something we should grab hold of. The opposite of acceptance is rejection, and the reality of life is that rejection is a part of life for all of us. Rejection brings brokenness into every life. Perhaps you remember a time that you were rejected. Maybe it's a memory that goes back to playing in the yard with neighborhood friends, and maybe you were the last one picked. Or maybe you've experienced a rejection much more impacting, like the rejection of divorce, or perhaps your parent walking out on you when you were a child. Rejection is a part of life. Every day, people are rejected in relationships, rejected in jobs, rejected from social groups, teams, and more. We can even feel sometimes that our dreams reject us when things just don't work out as we had planned or hoped. Rejection is sensed in conversation, in withdrawal, in lack of time, in body language, and even blatantly as we open an envelope and the divorce papers fall out or the letter inside reveals we're just not wanted. Rejection stings. Rejection deeply hurts. Rejection leaves a lasting scar. As painful as rejection can be though, acceptance is life-giving. There is nothing like knowing you are wanted, knowing you belong, knowing you are sought after and included. It's a place of rest and security that is truly sweet to the soul. The reality of life is that we will all experience rejection, some in deeper ways than others, but no one who lives and breathes on this earth will ever completely avoid rejection. But the reality for those of us in Christ is that we can know acceptance from the one who truly matters the most. I personally have struggled with rejection for as long as I can remember. Because my personality is bent toward pleasing others, I'm even that much more sensitive to rejection. Some people, like my husband, truly don't struggle with rejection very much. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't experience it, but as he said to me in a conversation the other day, 
I like me. And if someone chooses not to like me, well, I just feel bad for them because they're going to miss out on the joy of knowing me. And he moves on. He's not bothered for long if someone pushes him to the side. But then there are people like me. And I feel like I'm pretty confident too. But if somebody rejects me, it hurts me deeply. And it does bother me, often for a long while. And the closer the relationship is, the deeper the wound of rejection. Perhaps that's why our verse this week is especially meaningful to me. And if you're more like me than my husband concerning all this, I imagine it will be especially meaningful to you too. We find our verse this week tucked into a section of scripture in Romans that Paul wrote to believers about our relationships with one another. For most of the first part of the book of Romans, he's expounded on the truths of the gospel, and then he flows into how the gospel affects how we should live. Now he's talking about how the gospel affects our relationships, and in this verse, about embracing each other in relationship. We arrive where he says, accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. So we find the basis of accepting one another is the truth of the gospel that Christ has accepted us. Let's think about that and explore its meaning. First of all, let's look at the heart of the passage itself. Paul is really telling us to accept one another. It's an instruction for living. You know, we all know it's easy to accept some people, but harder to accept others. Personalities can just simply clash. And for a variety of reasons, we definitely have people that we much prefer to bring into our circle over others. But Paul is saying, as believers, we need to accept everyone. Because let's face it, Christ accepted us. Talk about a personality clash. We clashed with Christ. We didn't have much in common. But Christ reached out and accepted us. On that basis, so also we ought to accept one another. As he's reached out to us, So we also reach out to others, embracing them, drawing them in, building relationships with them. That's sometimes very hard to do, but we're compelled to because Christ has reached out to us. Whereas he should have rejected us, he accepted us. So also we're told to accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you. And what's the purpose in doing that? Well, the verse goes on to say, in order to bring praise to God. See, when we accept one another, Because we have been accepted, what we're doing is magnifying the deep love and mercy of God. We're bringing attention to his deep love for people. That God himself would reach out in relationship to sinners when he himself is holy. So what we're called to do is to model his acceptance in our own relationships because that then brings praise to him. It gives glory to who he is, his character, his nature of accepting us. Many of you know that each summer, our ministry hosts a big event that we call Women's VBS. Women from all over our community come and worship and learn together before the Lord. And it really is a beautiful time. Last year, a local church that specifically ministers to homeless people brought a large group of homeless women to VBS, and we were so glad to have them with us. Now, they're used to worshiping each week, as most do attend church as a part of that ministry. But keep in mind that most of the people attending that church are also homeless. After VBS and being together with women from all over the community in many, many different churches, one of the homeless ladies that attended made this comment, and she had tears in her eyes. She said, we can get a free meal, clothes, and a church service, but never are we invited to fellowship with other women and praise God like we did at VBS. I praise God as this is the first time I felt God really loves me. 
Wow, that's powerful. And it tells us how powerful acceptance really is and really can be. And that's the heart of this verse that we're memorizing this week. See, when these women felt the love and acceptance of other women, it communicated the more powerful acceptance of God himself. That's what we truly all need. And that's the nugget of truth tucked inside this verse, that Christ accepted us. His acceptance is a different kind of acceptance than we will ever receive from people. Why? Well, because people change. Although their acceptance of us may feel good and special, people sometimes change their minds. People change their preferences. And sometimes people even change their hearts. That's what makes rejection so painful. See, when people accept us at one point, but then they change their minds, (laughs) that hurts. And people also die. Even if people love and accept us till death, their death still brings about a great change for us. We know in our hearts that they loved us till death, but now we're still here and we've got to go on living. And our hearts will still need that daily sense of belonging and love and security from people around us. But God is not like man. God does not change. If he says he's accepted us, then that is a truth that will stand for all eternity. He will not change. Years ago, I heard a line from a song that said it this way, I'm accepted by the one who matters most. That's an assurance that we can know forever, that we are accepted by the one who matters most. And really, that's the foundation that all of our relationships should be built upon. See, if we know that God himself has accepted us, then we're free to love and build relationships in our lives upon his acceptance. We have security in him so we can make ourselves vulnerable to loving others and we can really have something to give. Being assured of this true and forever lasting acceptance of God in our lives is so life-giving in so many ways. I'm so thankful to have this assurance. As I said, for me, it's especially meaningful and it has really changed me. Now, don't get me wrong. Rejection still stings. But the reality of God's acceptance is a healing balm and sweet to my soul. And I hope it is for yours as well. Blessed assurance, I am accepted by God. You are accepted by God. He is the one who matters most. Who am I? You love me so gently. Who am I? Recognize my name, Lord, who am I? That you would speak to me so sadly. Conversation with the love most.